0: You have to stop this. Secret series by? Pseudonymous Book number? Eighteen. No, I mean book four. number five. Chapter eight, A Scream in the Darkness. Okay. Page 76. In order to get upstairs, they first had to walk through an osteology and taxidermy room. In other words... The room in which the bones of Raptor would be reassembled or a lifeless raccoon stuffed. Enough animal heads lined up to fill up a dozen hunting lodges. In one corner, there there were so many hair and whisker samples it could have been a hair salon for a woodland animal. In another corner, carefully labeled little bones sat in boxes like parts of an auto repair shop. Bigger bones lay in rows on the table, and three partially assembled dinosaur skeletons struck poses in the room. Yoji picked up a femur bone of a large mammal off the table. You think if I toss this, any of them will run after it? Like the museums, like most museums, the Natural History Museum had many more items in storage than on display, and our friends left the Estology estiology and taxidermy room, and they found themselves weaving through the racks of Native American tribal garments, headdresses, bows and arrows, and other assorted weapons, even a teepee hanging upside down from the ceiling. Now, a teepee is like those tent that's like a comb. Now were the seal coats and harpoons of Eskimos, and the collections of pans and tools and other memorabilia, the gold rush followed by a pair of the 19th century sea diving suits that looked like antique astronauts. Oh, that's cool. After that, the collection became too eclectic to categorize. It's very likely that not even the curators of the museum knew everything that they had in hand. An unmarked door opened to a stairwell that led them up to led them to the museum upstairs. Quietly, they crept upstairs hoping that nobody was waiting for them at the top. Okay, if if Daniel, not Danielle's dad, is Owen dressed up, and Daniel, not Danielle, is part of this the whole time, I'm gonna be surprised. Did not see that coming. Ah, Cass spun around when she reached the top of the landing, and Max Ernest, I'm gonna kill you if you tap me one more time with that thing, she said from an angry whisper. From several feet behind, Max Ernest looked confused. What do you mean? I didn't. Yo Yoji nodded. I can back him up right there the whole t- I, I was right there the whole time. Cass's ears turned pink. Oh sorry, I guess. I'm just a little jumpy. Come on, let's go. She brushed. Ooh, something's touching her. You something's like tapping her. I bet it's Pharaoh, because he's a he's he's um invisible. She brushed past a potted palm and head, headed toward the mummy exhibit. Just as Max Ernest had feared, the contrast to the fluorescent bright light hallways below, the galleries upstairs were barely lit. Aside from a few dim lights. that was a bad idea to leave. You thought it was a bad idea to leave? To leave the, um... Oh, gosh, the detention room? Yeah. Me too. Here and there in the museum was dark. Not so dark that you couldn't see your own two hands, but too dark to read the labels on the displays. Let alone read the hieroglyphs. Hieroglyphs? Hieroglyphs? I think I've been saying it wrong the whole time. I don't remember how to say that. I think it's hieroglyphs. Cass turned on the flashlight. The beam landed at the bottom of the sign, entering the exhibit. Hey, did you guys see that before? Max Ernest asked, peering at the sign. Ex- "Exhibition made possible by the generous, generous grant from Solar Zero LLC." So said Cass, impatient to get the mummy. Just a weird name, that's all. Like, if there's a solar power company, why zero? Maybe that's maybe they made sunglasses like zero UVA rays or something. Asked Yoyogi. All I know is my flashlight's solar, and it's going to lose power in just a minute. Cass pushed ahead to the exhibit. Her flashlight thrust forward as if she meant to ward off any attackers along with the darkness. If you've ever worked in a crypt in the middle of the night before, and knowing, and knowing you, you have, you little creep. Just kidding, it doesn't say little creep. I added that in, pain. <laughs> then I don't need to tell you how unnerving it is to see a flashlight beam land on the face of a corpse. Do you know what a corpse is? Mm-hmm. Dead body. Imagine then what a mummy might look like, then multiply that by fifty approximately the number of mummies in the existent in the exhibit, including cats, dogs, birds, crocodiles, for her bravery. Cass soon stopped waving the flashlight all around and pointed it at the floor ahead of them, in the center of the gallery. Dr. Ummond's glass chamber glinted forbiddingly. What was that? Cass whispered what so asked Max Ernest didn't you hear footsteps? I thought that was you. I thought it was a guard," said Yo-Yoji. They stood still for a moment, but there was no other sound. Slowly, gingerly, they tiptoed towards the glass chamber. The door was slightly ajar, and Cass entered first. And by the time Max, Ernest, and Yo-Yoji let themselves in, she was already standing over the sarcophagus. Before they caught up with her, they heard something that that they'd rarely heard in the dan- in all of the dangerous, death-defying death-defying adventures they'd shared with Cass. The sound of Cass screaming. No, this isn't a new chapter. I'm just prolonging the suspense. I guess that's enough. Maybe we'll just make one more moment. Okay, here's what happened next. With Cass's scream echoing in their ears, Max, Ernest, and Yo-Yoji ran to where she was standing by the mystery mummy's mouth open sarcophagus. What happened, S. Yo-Yoji? Are you all right? No. Cass looked unharmed. But she was breathing and clutching her stomach. Okay, what do you think it is, Pei? You don't know? What is it? What is it? Did something scare you, asked Max Ernest. Were, was there a rat? No, nothing like that, said Cass. Her ears red with embarrassment. She did not think of herself as the kind of girl who screamed. Oh gosh, that's so embarrassing. In fright. And I was just a little surprised, that's all. Look, Max Ernest and yo yo looked down and saw Nothing. All that was left in the sarcophagus was a little spider crawling across the sandy bottom. The mummy was gone. Uh Uh-oh. They're going to get in trouble for that. For what? Well, maybe not. Maybe they moved him. But why would she scream? I don't think it was because of that. Maybe. You are smart. I bet you she could see Pharaoh because he tapped her and maybe he got into his body and walked up. Right? I don't know. Oh my gosh. All right, let's see.